What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to spend the next couple of minutes with me. I'm truly so honored and so grateful. Let me tell you um, a little story already about this. So last night was a crazy day, okay? Crazy day. Let's just start. Let me give you a little Cliff Notes version of my day yesterday. So yesterday was Sunday for me. I upload on Mondays. It's currently Monday. Yesterday was Sunday. Had a great morning at church. Went to church. Came home. Did an outline. Went to the 6 p.m. We double dipped. And then left. And it was real scary outside. Like the clouds definitely looked like they were coming for revenge on Pittsburgh. It was not pretty. It was definitely not pretty. And it was like kind of drizzling as I was driving in like the last five minutes of my drive. It was torrential downpouring and the wind was so bad that it was just blowing all the rain. And I literally could not see anything in front of me, like nothing, could not see the road. And I would have pulled over except that I literally could not see to pull over. I'm like, I could be pulling over onto a wall right now. I literally don't know because I cannot see anything. Um, so I just kept driving, you know, as one would and got home, had to chill in my car for a bit. Cause I was like, if I step outside, I'm probably gonna get blown away. My car was shaking it was not cute. So I was like, crap, I was going to record an episode, but like, you're literally going to hear all of this rain and like wind and thunder and lightning. So I was like, that's not going to work. Well, it stopped. Amazing, right? So amazing. Well, then here's what happened. I recorded this episode. So good. Like it just was flowing so good it was just good. Like that's all I could say. I was definitely like feeling, I was like, yeah, this is good. This is, this one's going to be like easy to edit. Like this is good. So I'm done 40 minutes of raw audio. And then I put it into my editing software and I don't know what happened, but something happened with my mic where my mic didn't pick up any of the audio, but my computer did. And it was like all fuzzy and just not clear not anything I was proud of so I was like crap it's literally 11 45 I have to re-record this and I don't know what the heck I'm gonna do so I packed it away and I said I'm gonna deal with this tomorrow so here we are I'm dealing with it now so this is my second time recording this and hopefully we have no audio problems this time so that's where we're at um not like you necessarily needed to know that but like it's just good to know you know for context you know um so anyway the actual point of today today I've kind of got a little bit of a different outline I think normally I just like kind of talk to y'all but today it's all about awareness and being like aware of our thoughts and how we view people so I'm kind of going to break it down into three different ways because I think that there's definitely like so many different lenses that we could see people through but today I specifically want to talk about seeing them through hurt through gossip and seeing them as the person we've created them to be in our minds so breaking it down a little bit just stay with me this is definitely a good one and I'm just hoping after this we could love people a little bit better and see them a little bit clearer okay okay cool so let's just get right into it so the first one is going to be hurt seeing people through a lens of hurt and It becomes subconscious to us and we do it without even noticing that we're doing it and we don't even realize that we're viewing somebody through hurt or we're viewing them any other way than how we should be viewing them or viewing them for who they actually are. It becomes subconscious. So 
hurt specifically, I, I definitely know that I'm not alone in this. I think that we have all been hurt. Not I think. I know we've all been hurt by other people. And it's really easy to let that hurt and offense build. And when we let that build, it builds resentment and that creates a divide in the relationship, but it also affects it the, the way that we view that person. It becomes, we're not viewing them as who they are. We're viewing them through this lens of hurt. So we're seeing them for the action that they did to us. And I want to preface, I'm not saying that like people who are continuing to hurt you will just like you got to view them for who they actually are and just like let it go. That's not what I'm saying because I think that there's definitely relationships that if you are constantly in the cycle of them hurting you, something needs to change there. And maybe that relationship needs to end and maybe it's just a step back. I don't know, but that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who have, yes, hurt us before and we refuse to see them as anything other than that hurt that they did to us. I think there's definitely some people that you do need distance from, but I think there's other people that the hurt and offense has built distance and you need to close that gap to see them better. Because I mean, think of like literally just like eyesight. The closer you are to something, the clearer your view is of that. But hurt can definitely, hurt and offense can definitely put that distance in where you're taking steps back and you're like, I don't want to be close to this person. I would say when it comes to hurt, it has to get addressed has to get addressed with that person and I would definitely say I'm avoidant when it comes to like conflict or like when I'm hurt I'm just like you know what I'll deal with it like it's not whatever like I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it like I don't want to you know set myself up for even more hurt so I'm just gonna like not even necessarily pretend it doesn't bother me I'll just distance myself and that's not always healthy again I think there's definitely contexts where there that is healthy and you do need to like put distance there but that's not always the answer that's definitely not always the answer is removing yourself um completely from that relationship so you have to you have to address it and that doesn't always mean like addressing it in the moment because sometimes somebody could say something to you and there was nothing, there was no hurt behind that. There, that was not the intention, but maybe you took it the wrong way. So I would say assess that beforehand. Be like, is this something that they did that hurt me? There, was there something already in me that maybe took this the wrong way? Because I think there's certain things that we don't always need to bring up. I think that there's definitely a lot of conflict can be solved if we just take a step back and realize, you know what, actually that person literally did not do anything, but I'm just hurt by that because of maybe an insecurity in me or I was having a bad day and that person, they didn't like say anything rude or like out of line. I just, my heart was in a fragile place. So that person didn't do anything wrong. So, you know, because they didn't do anything wrong, I'm not even going to bring that up. It's not even worth it because they didn't do anything. But on the other end of that, when somebody does do something to hurt you again, you have to like eventually address it. So, okay. Assess, is this even worth bringing up? If it is, bring it up because if you don't you're going to build resentment and you're not even giving that person a chance to like apologize or even like explain themselves you're like not giving them that at all you're just being like well this was a mistake like that's a one and done like that's it you hurt me like we're done and that's not fair because like imagine if somebody only viewed you through like a mistake or like one of your worst moments and they're not viewing you as like who you actually are but like as a mistake that you made like I wouldn't I wouldn't want that. I've definitely like hurt people before, whether that was intentional or not. 
and I would not want somebody to only see me as how I hurt them like I want to be given the opportunity of like I hurt you like tell me so I could one be made aware but also maybe like so I could share with you my heart like oh I'm so sorry I didn't know that was like something that was like gonna bother you like I truly am sorry let me fix that and that's like mending that gap and giving people the chance to grow and transform but also forgiveness is huge and forgiveness we can literally spend a whole other day talking about that but I just want to like briefly address it right now forgiveness is not for them it's for you like that's really big you forgiving somebody is not for their sake it's it's for you it's so that you and your heart can decide that this person is forgiven I read this book um a while ago by Sarah Jakes Roberts and she has this part in here and it's so so good and it completely like shifted my perspective of how I viewed this so I'm just going to read this part so she says closure is not a moment between two people it's the moment you stop reliving your history and let go of the what ifs it is embracing that every ounce of pain you experience was necessary for your growth and the ultimate setup for your peace and joy closure is never about another person it is reconciliation with oneself and when I read that that was one I had to like stop for a minute and think I was like wait a minute do I actually believe that is true and as I was dwelling on that I was like wait yeah no that is good like closure like you don't need another person to get closure because what if somebody never agrees that I think we can like think of that a lot in like it's very common for us to see that in like breakups between relationships that like well we need to have a conversation for closure but like what if that person never agrees to that? Well, then you're never going to get closure because that person's not willing to have that conversation. And then you're hurting yourself when really you don't need to have that conversation to get closure. And I'm not talking about like, okay, well, you're just going to break up with me and not even give me a reason. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying I think that there's a separate conversation where sometimes we can go back to and be like, well, we need to discuss this again. Or we need to like, I need to hear you say this so I can get closure. But what if you're putting like almost all your eggs in one basket? Like, well, I'm only going to like have this closure and heal from this if that if this person says this. And then you're putting all that weight on that one person. And that's not fair to you because if they never say that, then you're holding yourself back. I think when we focus on hurt and how someone has hurt us and we keep like reliving that in our mind one that's like kind of torturing because then you're reliving that moment over and over again but also like people's habits and behaviors do in fact change let me say this right now I hate it I hate it when people are like people never like people can't change people never change that is so not true and that completely like invalidates who we are like as people like we are constantly growing and changing so when people are like that person's never gonna change like that's not fair to that person and I've seen that like I have changed so much like I could recognize that in myself like I as a person have changed so much so it's not even fair for me to be like that person's always gonna be that way like they're never gonna change because I know for myself I've changed and the Lord has completely changed my heart so anyway people and habits they definitely change but we don't even allow ourselves to see that because we're too focused on what they've done in the past. I think refusing to believe that they can and did change is limiting God's healing power. So if I'm looking at somebody and being like, well, I'm just going to keep viewing them as this hurt and I'm not going to mend that gap and I'm not going to mend that relationship because they're going to walk in and do the same thing to me again. And 
they haven't changed. Well, one, I'm saying that, especially if I'm praying for that person and praying for our relationship and for the Lord to mend that, but I'm refusing to believe that they're actually changed. Then like, what's the point of even me praying about it? If I'm already deciding in my mind that he's not going to do that, I'm limiting him then. And I'm saying that like, well, God, I'm like asking you to like change this and like flip it around. But like, I don't know if like you could actually do that. So assume that he's changed that person overnight because he literally can. And then assess, view them as changed decide like in in this moment like I'm gonna view that person not by how they hurt me but I'm gonna believe I'm choosing to believe right now that the Lord has changed them and then go about that relationship in that way and then then if the, the same behavior comes up again that's different but what if it doesn't what if the Lord really did change that person well great now you have a mended relationship that you wouldn't have had before if you were just holding on to that action that they did before I had a situation a couple couple years ago I had this relationship that was really not so great and I was definitely viewing this person as how they hurt me and it was definitely more occasions than one it was a repetitive thing a lot had to happen I was desperately praying about the situation I was like this needs to change this needs to change and I remember the one day this person and I were having a conversation and literally in the moment I was like lord give me eyes to see this person how you see them and I immediately started crying like we weren't even talking about something that was like super emotional immediately started crying because in that moment the Lord had like softened my heart to like break like my heart was breaking for what was breaking his and I was like seeing this person as how he saw them not how like I was seeing them and I was not operating out of like habit anymore because the habit had turned into me only seeing this person through that lens of hurt, but he completely switched my perspective and gave me eyes to see them, how he sees them. And I think when you say, when you pray that, like you see the value in them, you see grace, you see mercy, and you see that they're not perfect, but neither am I. Okay. Okay. So that's her. I spent a lot of time on that one, but gossip. Oh my gosh. Again, gossip is another one that I could go on and on about for a whole episode because it really just, it's something I'm, I'm, I righteously hate, I would say. I would go and say I righteously hate it. Gossip. Oh my gosh. Okay. I heard it said like this from, um, it was either like Rich or Dontree Wilkerson. One of them said it like this, but they said that gossip is telling your side of somebody else's story and it says less about them and more about you. And that stuck with me. And is that like not so true? Like you gossiping about somebody, whatever it is that you have to say about them, that's actually saying less about that person and more about you that you think that you need to even take that and tell somebody else about that. If one of my friends is coming to me and being like, hey, I heard Joe was like this and I heard Joe was like super selfish and like really conceited and like only cares about himself. Well, I don't even know this person. I don't even know Joe. Like we don't even have like a friendship or relationship, whatever. So I'm going to start seeing that person off of who you told me that they were and that's really dangerous because it's not necessarily true I would say until you see it with your own eyes until you see that person acting out in those behaviors or doing those things do not take that as truth it's not truth until you've seen it for yourself if I'm only seeing somebody based off of what somebody else has told me about them then I'm not actually seeing them as who they are or who they were created to be I'm seeing them through the perspective of somebody else I would say assess your friendships because if you and your friends are always talking about other people 
I would question the depth of your relationship because if that's all you're ever talking about, you guys can't talk about anything else than somebody else. Then what is your relationship based off of? What makes it special? What makes it deep? You bonding over like talking about somebody else. That's not like a deep edifying friendship at all. I think gossip is so easy to partake in. And once you start, it's easy to keep going there. And it's also really common for us to excuse gossip for like well I'm not gossiping about this person I'm just like making you aware of this but what's the point again there's a context for that like sometimes you are making somebody aware of a situation but there's definitely a a difference between making somebody aware and gossiping about somebody there's for sure a difference so I would say what's the point if you are talking about somebody to get to a resolve or to help that person great that's awesome maybe you're like hey I need to talk to you about this because I don't know how I could help this person, but give me some insight on there. Great. That's awesome. But if you're talking about this person, just so like in the moment you could feel better about yourself because you're portraying them to be this like this type of person, then that's gossip. I would say assess it. And if it's adding, I would ask yourself if it's actually adding value to that person or not. I had a youth pastor, Pastor Chris. I don't know if you're listening to this, but if you are, you said this a few years ago and it stuck with me. You said, anybody should be able to walk into your conversation and not feel hurt. Like if I was having a conversation with anybody, doesn't matter, doesn't, it really doesn't matter. If anybody I'm having a conversation with, if we're talking about somebody, if that person were to walk in the room right now, would we have to stop talking or could we keep talking? And that's important. So thank you, PC, for that nugget of advice I still think about that all the time so thank you for that but anyway that's so true if somebody's walking into your conversation and feels hurt then you probably shouldn't be having that conversation and I want to shout out my friend Meg really quick because my friend Meg I say this all the time I love that girl so much but I have never heard Meg ever talk about somebody poorly like ever. If we're talking about somebody, it's like, oh my gosh, I absolutely love Izzy. And I like love how creative she is and how she like how bright she is. and like how she can like just light up a room when she walks in. But like if we're talking about somebody, they could walk in and feel encouraged and not walk in and feel hurt or like, oh, I wasn't supposed to be part of that conversation. Like never. And I love friendships like that. I love friendships like that because I'm not having to like constantly be aware of like oh crap is this conversation gonna go like into a direction that like we're gonna be slandering somebody or not edifying that person or our words aren't going to be lifting somebody up like I never have to worry about that so Meg shout out to you I love you so much you have a beautiful heart and you're just the best like if I were to go to Meg and be like hey I'm not really like sure who this person is like who is that she was like oh this is so and so like this is how I know them like these are like some personality traits they have that's allowing me to form my own opinion because I'm saying these are things to look for but Meg's not being like yeah this person's like actually the worst and they have a terrible sense of style and like they always come in looking like they just rolled out of bed like no she's not saying that she's saying like hey this is who I know this person to be and like form your own opinions so that's my takeaway form your own opinions on people that you aren't really sure about and don't view people as somebody else's experience with them Okay, moving on. Last one. This one, viewing people as who we created them to be in our mind. Oof, this is, this is a big one. This is a big one. I told y'all in the last episode that I'm definitely like a visual person. Like I can take things and it's really easy for my mind to just like create these scenarios and create people like 
is who I want them to be in my mind. And that can obviously get very, very dangerous. And I think that like, yes, we could do this with anybody. Like if I was meeting a new friend and I like didn't really know them that well yet, I can like play them up my mind and be like, oh, this person's going to be this, this, and this. But I think it's really easy for us to do this when it comes to people that we're interested in. We see these people and without knowing them, we create a whole personality for them in our minds. And then we convince ourselves that like, this is who this person is without even like giving them the chance to show us who they actually are. There's this verse in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. And it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. And that's a common verse. Like I'm sure some of you have definitely heard that before. But recently I noticed the second half of that verse. And I think that originally when I was reading this, I was reading the love the Lord your God with all your heart. And then when I reread it, I noticed it's not just love the Lord your God with all of your heart, but he also says all of your soul and all of your mind too. And that mind part specifically stood out to me because like I said, like my mind will take things and run with it. Uh, My mind's always going and it's always thinking. So when I read this like this, the Lord gave me this conviction Am I loving him with all of my mind or do I love the idea of somebody else that I made up in my mind more than I love him? And that's that's a tough one. That one I had to do a heart check on because I was like, well, I'm creating this perfect human in my mind and I'm saying this is who they are. They have no flaws. Of course not. Like, no, they're like going to be everything and more that I like ever wanted. And then I'm falling in love with this person that's not even real. So I think when I love the Lord with all of my mind, I'm saying, Lord, I love you more than who I'm creating these other people to be in my mind. And here's the thing with creating somebody out to be somebody that they're not in your mind. When we create ideas of people in our minds, it's almost harder to remove ourselves from them. Like say down the line, we're like actually getting to know this person and we're like seeing them more like, yeah, just like getting to know them. And we're seeing these qualities that we don't like actually. And that like don't align with who we wanted them to be. It's a lot harder to remove ourselves from that because we've told our brains that this is who they are. And they're this amazing person and they have like no flaws. So when we see these qualities we don't like, we try to justify them because there's so many other good qualities that they possess But really, it's not that they actually possess those qualities. It's that I've told my mind that they do. When we convince ourselves that somebody is one way, we blind ourselves to who they actually are. As easy as it is to create that person to be one way in your mind, you really have to be careful about this. You really have to be careful about this. Like I said, it's a whole lot harder to walk away from that person because we try to ignore these red flags then. And we think that, well, these red flags, these things that I'm seeing that I'm not actually liking, those are only like rare occurrences. It's just like a one-off thing. Like that's not their actual personality because I've told myself and I've convinced myself that this person's totally different than who he's acting as right now. But like, no, that's who they actually are. And the person that you've created them to be is just a fantasy of them. So it's not that you actually like him. You like your idea of him. And you know what? This is for the guys too, because I'm sure that there's definitely some guys that do this as well. So I'm not just talking to the girls. I'm talking to the guys too. You might not actually like that girl. You might like your idea of her. And unless you see it with your own eyes, that's not who they actually are. That's the idea you have of them. So until you see these characteristics, until you see them actually acting that out and walking that out regularly, 
do not convince your mind that somebody is somebody who they're actually not because then you're stumbling over something that's not even real second corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 um this verse is the one that says like we must take every thought captive but i absolutely love how the passion translation puts this verse it says We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. Oh my gosh. Every deceptive fantasy. That one got me because I was like, oof, that's definitely true. These fantasies that I've created in my mind of this perfect being like that's deceptive. Like, that's not actually who that person is. And I would say, when it comes to this, when it comes to somebody that you are interested in, this is when you should be taking that to your trusted friends, not just anybody, not just like acquaintances, take it to mutual friends, somebody that knows you and the person you're interested, take it to them and be like, hey, I'm interested in this person. What is your opinion? What do you see? Because that person might spend more time with that other person or see them in a different context but also that person is going to be able to see a lot clearer because they're not blinded by infatuation so they're so they're going to be able to speak to that and they might agree with you and be like yeah I see what you see in this person like they're great like you should definitely go for that but when you're taking that to somebody and asking them like their opinion also be open to the fact that they might not agree with you and they might actually see things that maybe you haven't seen or maybe you have seen and have kind of like let go and be like well it's okay like it doesn't matter like they're going to be able to speak to those things I would I would say be receptive that their answer might not always be what you want to hear and that's hard it's really hard especially when you've convinced your mind that like no that person like you've got it all wrong because I know that this person is like this and they're like actually no that person's not like that that person is not actually nice and that person is not actually genuine like they're like this and you're like well I don't know what you're talking about like be open to that person and that's why you need to take that to trusted people as well don't just like take that to anybody who has something to say about that person like take it to your trusted friends You should definitely want people who can speak into that and be supportive of that. And if you're too ashamed to go to somebody about that, then you probably shouldn't be in that relationship anyway if it's something that you have to hide before you're even committed to each other. And that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other podcast. But I would never want to take something to God and be like, hey, Lord, please bless this. Like, I want him to lead me to what he has for me, to the blessing that he's already given me. Like, I don't want to, like, give him something and ask for his sign off on it so I would say if there's somebody that you're interested in like yes again like if that's you and it's easy for your mind to do that with like even friends people you don't know say you met a maybe a new friend and you're like oh my gosh like they're probably this this and that and then you like get in this friendship with them and you're like oh my gosh actually this person's like really toxic and I wish that like I would have kind of pulled out those signs from the beginning and then now I'm like closer to them and it's like really negatively affecting me and now I have to have a conversation. Like sometimes you could stop things before they even start. But I'm talking about like if you are interested in somebody and you have, you don't really know them super well yet, but you've already created them as one way in your mind, I would say take every single thought captive and take it to the Lord. And talk to people like your mutual friends. And like I know it is definitely easy to go there and create them as this person. And to be hopeful that like this could be everything that I'm looking for. But again, infatuation definitely blinds. 
I would say be aware. And if you think one thing of that person, you're like, oh, I know this person's this. How? How do you know that? Did they show you that? Or did you just tell yourself that? And I would say, even if this is you, if this is speaking to somebody right now, because I feel like it might be, and I know that I definitely need this reminder as well. If you have told yourself that somebody is one way, write it down. Write down all the characteristics that you think they have and then go back to each one and be like, how do I know this to be true? Is this a fantasy or is this what I want them to look like or have they actually shown me that this is who they are? Maybe they will and maybe they're that's actually who they are and they're this great, amazing person, but also maybe they're not and you want to stop that before you even start it. I think that last one for me is definitely something that I need to be most aware about. I think that seeing people through like hurt and seeing people through like gossip, yes, are definitely things that I'm aware about, but me personally, I know that I need to be even more aware of my thoughts about people and who I've told myself that they actually are. So what's, what is it for you? Maybe it's not even one that I mentioned. Leave it below. I'm going to leave a little like poll down here on the podcast. Tell me, like, tell me what it is. If it was one of these three and you're like, oh my gosh, Michaela, like that's definitely me. Like I'm aware that I, a lot of times I'll view people through my heart with them or I'll view people through what somebody else has told me about them or like I view people as who I've created them to be instead of who they actually are. Like whatever it is for you, leave it because I would love to know. And I know that there's definitely so many more ways than what I talked about today. These were just three big ones for me. I hope that this talk today was eye-opening and I hope it made you a little bit more aware and I hope that it could help you love people better because I think we love people better when we love them for who they actually are instead of our perceptions of them. I think we show up more authentically as well when we're loving people for who they are, right? Right. So I think that's really all I have for today. If you like this episode, let me know. My advice for you is if you're walking with Jesus, ask him to give you eyes to see people how he sees them because he will. And if you're not necessarily walking with Jesus and you're like, that's not my thing, do a heart check of like, how am I like actually viewing other people? And is there like a relationship in my life that can be mended if I just switch the way that I'm viewing them? Like do a heart check. I think we should always be asking ourselves these questions and we should always be making ourselves aware. And it's okay to ask Jesus often to be like, hey, change my perspective on this. It's something that it's not a one and done thing. Like, Lord, I asked you for this once. And that's like it. Like, no, every day, like our minds need to be renewed. So you could ask him that every day. Be like, Lord, today, give me eyes to see people how you see them. Okay. Okay. That was fun. I'm hoping this audio is so good and we could post it and move on from there. But I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for joining me for episode seven. And I will see y'all next week. Love y'all. Bye.